Good evening and welcome to tonight's episode of The Crime Shop. Kids identifying as animals at schools nationwide. Urban myth or fact? Here in Colorado, a hot debate took center stage a couple of weeks ago with the local media station preparing to do a newscast about kids in grade and middle schools who go to school dressed as animals and only meow, hiss or bark during school. The claim is that kids are now identifying as animals. Most of us know and understand the subculture of furries, many of which actually do not believe that they are animals. They believe that they are human beings who happen to like to dress as animals when the occasion calls for it. But kids dressing and acting as animals? Republican Lauren Bobrit from Colorado warned that educators are putting litter boxes in schools for people who identify as cats. GOP nominee Heidi Gnoll insisted in several recent interviews that were dressing and identifying as cats whilst disrupting class and the state schools were tolerating it. Oddly, her campaign declined to answer questions about Gnoll's claims, which the school district claimed were untrue. This is what she said in a local Fox affiliate interview. There's a lot of this going on in Jefferson County. Another GOP nominee, Scott Jensen, asked during a campaign stop, Why do we have litter boxes in some of the school districts so kids can pee in them because they identify as a furry? During a legislative hearing last month in Tennessee, two Republican state lawmakers discussed the growing crisis of public schools providing litter boxes for children who identify as cats and claimed that it is happening across the state. What's more is that high-ranking GOP officials are hopping on this train and asserting the idea that small children and teens are attending schools dressed as furries. At least 20 conservative candidates and elected officials have claimed this year that K-12 schools are placing litter boxes on campus or making other accommodations for students who identify as cats. However, all of the named schools have denied that assertion and they claim that the statements are untrue. Look, folks, there is no evidence that any school has deployed litter boxes for, school, for students to use because they identify as cats, which is precisely what happened here in Colorado. The story was killed by the media. They never ran it. Jared Polis and multiple Jeffco school board members, as well as officials, have stated that the claim is untrue. In fact, the Jefferson County School District has a strict dress code which prohibits costumes at schools. And let me just tell you, this is where Columbine is located. Since 2017, the Columbine, that school district, has had to-go buckets, which do contain cat litter. The buckets also contain candy for diabetic students, a map of the school, flashlights, wet wipes, and first aid items in case the students are in another lockdown situation where they're trapped in a classroom. Is this another attempt to get religion back in schools or push to get Donald Trump back in the White House? Oddly, the hook starts with stories about a friend of a friend said or saw or heard type of tale, and it focuses on educational accommodations and gender nonconformity, which, as many of you know, tends to upset some Republicans to the very bitter fucking claw. Some Republicans hate that we allow for some to identify as something other than the sex they were born as. The wave of misinformation reflects disconnect 
discontent among many conservatives and how the concepts and politics of gender identity are rapidly shifting. And to those that hate accommodations at any level and who are looking down your noses at gender conformity, you can get fucked. What bloody is this, mates? Get on board, or better yet, build ship and drown. If you do not have enough common sense to see through this bullshit, you should not be voting on the very principle that you lack a proper number of brain cells in between those ears. But alas, the rise of the litter box rumor shows a power of false claims, shows the power of false claims that start on social media to shape the political discourse. And that is all for tonight's episode of The Crime Shop.